0: Over the course of two centuries, one legendary starship has journeyed to the outermost reaches of the galaxy and back home again. Her commanders have cheated death. Her crews have celebrated life. And her ongoing mission has ingrained our very beings with eternal hope. As vivid and as breathtaking as the greatest of these adventures remain, so too is the music that accompanies them. Timeless, inspiring, bold sonic portraits which capture in all its splendor the infinite diversity of the final frontier.
1: Hello and welcome to this midweek podcast for Treks in Sci-Fi. It is April 26, 2006, and it's a Wednesday. This, uh, this minicast is going to be a little bit different uh, for this week. I have uh, kind of a special treat, I think, for everyone. Last, Just this past weekend, a few days ago, myself and four other members of the Treksf.com forums got together on Skype and recorded uh, a nice conversation about Star Trek, the what we are feeling the future of Star Trek uh, is going to be in regards to this uh, new movie announcement from just uh, last week, and our hopes for the future for a new TV series. Now, the the conversation you're about to hear is a little more than an hour long. I haven't done a lot of editing on it. I want to kind of just keep it as is. I may slip a uh, little break in the middle of it, uh, just just to have a little pause at a, about the halfway point. But I think it's pretty good. Again, uh, this is a uh, conference call on Skype between myself and four members on the forums, all about uh, our favorite subject, Star Trek. So I uh, hope you guys all enjoy this for uh, this this special podcast for this Wednesday, and I will be back with the regular show. Uh, this weekend, the regular show will be about a TNG episode, "A Measure of the Measure of a Man." So that'll be an interesting show. So listen to the call, and I won't be back at the end of it. Just be signing off for you now. But I think this will be real enjoyable. So here you go. So why don't uh, why don't we start off? Everyone can kind of just talk a little bit about you know themselves. I think we know each other a little bit from the forums and that, but before we get into the uh, kind of main topic. So Kenny, you want to you wanna start off?
2: Sure. Um, I go by Star Trek Fanatic 5 on the boards. And uh, I've talked to you guys before. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I live out in California, Southern California. I work in the entertainment industry. And uh, that's about it.
1: Okay, good, good. if anyone has any trouble hearing my either me or anyone else to make make some you know make some noise or whatever, and uh, hopefully this will stay solid. It's Skype, for the most part, works pretty well for me, but you never know what you're going to get into. Mm-hmm. All right, Morales, why don't you go uh, next?:
0: Sure. Hello, everybody. My name is Morelos. I'm from Mexico City. In the forums, I go by the name of Chief Morex. You know, in homage to that cool Star Trek character. I'm a big Star Trek fan, mostly of the next generation, because that's what uh, was shown in, in a good way here in Mexico. And I love Star Wars. And I am pretty much a fan of everything sci-fi and fantasy. I'm a graphic designer. I'm 33 years old. And um, I'm pretty glad to be here today with you guys.
1: Great, great. Okay. Uh, all right, Picard, you're up. I think.
3: All right. Um, I'm. My name's Sam. I go by Picard Delta Five on the forums. Uh, I'm a big Star Trek fan. Probably that's the biggest sci-fi, like, sci-fi category that I'm into. Um, I'm also a huge Star Wars fan, but Star Trek always comes first.
1: Um. Well, we don't have Spock on here right now, so you should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um I don't know. I I like watching Star Trek. I like playing I like gaming. Uh, a bunch of the LucasArts games are really cool for Xbox. Yes. They are. Um I'm in high school. Uh Where do
1: you where do you live, Sam? Where are you living? Where are part of the country?
3: Chicago, Midwest. Okay. Um I also I collect some stuff. Uh usually action figures and I, I recently bought um, uh, Obi-Wan Jedi Starfighter that was pretty cool um, I don't know I guess that's it
1: okay good good alright Sam uh, next runic is up I think
4: yeah my name is Scott and I'm I'm in uh, Tucson Arizona and I'm a Star Trek fan but uh, sorry to say I'm actually more of a uh, Stargate SG-1 fan but, yeah, I still love Star Trek a lot, but, uh, wow. Uh,
1: somebody's I taking do, apart uh, their computer or something while they're, pl- while they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that,
4: it kind of threw me off there a little bit. Um, I do web design as a hobby and I really don't do much else.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's about it. Good, good. All right, so, um so that's you guys and i I think you guys probably know me pretty well from the podcast and the forums um rico or rick uh obviously i enjoy uh podcasting computers uh my my regular job is a i'm a chemist i work in the chemical industry live in michigan and obviously a pretty big star trek fan collector um big big fan of star wars also too i think uh Sometimes on on both on the forum and on the podcast, I've been trying lately to kind of uh, kind of balance it out a little bit between. I started when I did the podcast at first, kept it a little bit more of a Star Trek only uh, bent to it, and I decided I, for a couple of reasons. One, I thought that was going to get a little stale for me to just talk about Star Trek only all the time. Plus, I, I like Morales was saying and a couple of the other guys. I enjoy just about every form and type of science fiction. I mean, there's there's good and bad out there, but uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan, as you guys probably have probably heard if you listen to the couple of podcasts I did about Star Wars and the recent one about Empire. And so I just thought we'd uh, it'd be fun to get together. I did one of these conference type Skype calls months ago, and it, I think it was really good. It's just I, I've been. Each each week as time goes by, I keep saying, "Hey, I got to do another one of those." And so I decided uh, earlier this week to just set a time and a date. And I thought, for me at least, the weekend is about the only time I have the flexibility to to hook up, get all this stuff set up, and spend a couple hours figuring out how to get a call recorded and get everyone logged in here today. So, and the the main idea I thought that we could do and talk about for this at least was to talk about star trek both and when i first set up this call or when i was first talking about it i don't know maybe i was a little precognitive or something but uh all of a sudden you know i said hey let's talk about for this this call this week when i put it on the forum let's talk about the future star trek and lo and behold like yesterday i guess it was they announced that they're going to do another star trek movie and uh you know I guess I got to set up more conference calls like this
4: <laughs> about other
1: things. Hey, let's let's. Yeah, but anyway, um, I thought what we could do is at least first let's talk about the uh, maybe the reaction to that movie announcement, and then we can get into because uh, w- what I thought we would do is do it in kind of two parts: talk about the movie and and the and the potential for that and what they've announced. I think everyone here has heard about it. And then we can talk about maybe the future in terms of uh, a future TV series, because so far they've left that kind of alone. So um, let's just go through everyone again. I think that works best. Uh, again, if anyone had a comment, in you know, while somebody's saying something, you know, go ahead and jump in a little. Um, but Kenny, why don't you why don't you talk about what do you think about this uh, this announcement about the movie and and what do you think that's going to mean for Star Trek? Um,
2: well, to be honest, I'm happy that they're making another Star Trek. Because uh, you know we need another one, but I don't like the idea yeah. of the prequel. Um, I just, yeah, they seem no. to
1: have that pretty well set in stone, I guess. So yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. Plus, you know, they tried with Enterprise, and too many people complained about the look of the of the ship and the technology, and yeah, you know, if they do a prequel movie, unless they do, you know, try to make it look pre-TOS, you know, fans mm-hmm. will be upset. Yeah. And uh, and if they make it look pre-TOS, then I don't think it'll be new-looking. You know, it's going to look old. And, you know, people who haven't seen Star Trek aren't going to want to see a movie that looks like it was made in the 60s. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I uh-huh. agree. <laughs> so, you know, I
2: mean, I like the idea of finding out where Kirk and, and how they first met. And, you know, and, and since Dee posted all that stuff about uh, the timeline, I thought it was great that it all actually works out. They actually put thought into it.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I I went back and did a little digging this morning. I, I I'd always assumed that they were they were never at the academy together. You know, the idea of this movie is is that they're going to be there together, Spock and Kirk at least. And if you look back in the timeline, I I guess that was that was actually possible, and it was actually it is kind of if you look at Star Trek at least that that's the way they say it. So. Yeah. How so- about uh. Go ahead. Did you have something else there nope. on this? That's it. Okay. Nope. Uh, Morales, what do you think? What do you? What do you? What's your take on the on the movie idea and and uh, and the time frame of it?
0: Uh, I actually love the idea. I'm I'm very excited about a new movie because uh, uh, what I think is that uh, Star Trek Star Trek shouldn't be left to die. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, we've had Star Trek for years now, and it's always great to have a show or, or yeah. a movie. Um, But I'm a little bit concerned about, like like Kenny just said, about production design. It's very easy to screw up things if you are not very, very careful. Just like I said uh, um, a a few moments ago, talking to you, Rico. um, Yeah just take um, the prequels on Star Wars uh, I mean they uh, the three movies looked technologically more advanced than the future in that in that universe so it's pretty easy to screw up if they don't be if they aren't careful enough and um, uh-huh. and I am also, I'm also a little bit concerned about the story they need to come up with something really really good and not screw up continuity because I mean, they have novels, comic books, games, and, and you name it, and uh, they all propose situations and, and adventures that have modified the continuum of, of the universe, so they need to respect that in order to have a good story and respect the, um, the whole universe. So, uh, other than that, I, I'm excited. I really hope J.J. Uh, Abrams uh, does a good work because he, I mean, the guy is good. We've seen him. We've seen his work in Lost and yeah. Alias, and um, Mission Impossible 3 looks really promising to me. So uh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have to wait and see. And um, But other right. than that, I think it's a very good idea uh,
1: having a new movie. Okay, good. All right. Uh, how about uh, how about you, Sam? What what's your take on this this idea, this film, and uh, what what do you think it's going to mean for for Star Trek?
3: Well, um, I really don't like this idea because um, I was I think a bunch of people were hoping for just continue maybe same time as Nemesis was made, or maybe a decade after or so they could have some cameos yeah. with TNG Deep Space Nine people. Mm-hmm, yeah, Um. That- I, I heard that uh, William Shatner was writing a book that seemed a lot like this, um, with the uh, Kirk and Kirk and um, Spock, Spock yeah. academy thing.
1: Right. Um, uh huh.
3: But I guess what people have said is um, that I don't think people would like the old feel because there weren't that many. I don't think they could get like an authentic TOS feel to it, and if they did. Um, a lot of people wouldn't be interested because a lot of people a lot of audiences now like more bigger explosions and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah, bigger um, explosions yeah, totally. a lot of a lot of action and stuff right. um and i was I was really hoping for just a whole new cast in the future, maybe a decade after, on something like a Prometheus refit or something because that was an awesome mm-hmm. ship. I love that episode yeah, I of think Voyager.
1: It's... It's kind of it's kind of surprising, kind of interesting, at least to me, that this is the, this is the time frame they're they're thinking of doing, just because it's been this rumor and and idea has been around for for a long time, literally like decades of doing a an academy movie with Kirk and Spock when they were young and all that, and I'm just kind of surprised that they're going back to that idea almost. But go ahead, Sam.
3: Um. Yeah, so am I because. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Enterprise, so you'd think that Paramount would decide to stay away from the prequel idea. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess they're not. Um, I really, I'm kind of disappointed about that because if they made a movie about with a whole new cast, a whole new crew, um, a different ship, and it really caught on, then they could do a series about. They could do a TV series. Um, They they would just they would just have more options. I really don't. I don't like this idea.
1: Okay, all right. Um, all right, off to uh, next. I think we'll talk to uh, Scott Runick. Uh, what, what's your take on this? Uh, a lot of, lot of comments so far, and, and do you, what, what do you think?
4: Well, I agree. I don't, I don't like the idea because I've always thought that if they did start a Starfleet Academy, it would kind of feel like a 90210 in space.
1: <laughs> right. I've, they always use that joke. I've, I've heard that one a lot.
4: Well, I've been I've been saying it since before I even heard anyone else say it.
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
4: I just don't like when they have when they feel that they want to go back and do something else because whenever they go back, they always seem to pollute the timeline even more. Yeah. Right. They, I, agree. Yeah. I agree. with that. It, there's a yeah. big continuity problem when they go back and they change things. It, yeah. I just don't like the whole idea. I. Yeah. I w- I myself was hoping for maybe a DS Nine movie or something, but right I guess that might not happen now
1: <laughs> yeah the um it was did you have something else there scott that no. you were going to say on? okay um
4: no, that was all my
1: comments I, i'm kind of with most of what you guys have said already I, I think you covered it pretty well a couple of things uh, i when, when i always hear these things because i i tend to you know obviously you guys from the podcast you know from both television sci-fi and movie sci-fi i kind of follow it and have have for a long time so when i hear about these announcements my mind you you know my thoughts immediately go to the reasons and the pluses and the minuses of of the whole thing because unfortunately unless you're like an independent filmmaker uh everything is kind of done by committee these days unfortunately even though they do have this uh yeah. J.J. Abrams working on it, and he seems to be getting a lot of the a lot of control. I think he's like writing it, producing it, directing it. I don't know. Maybe he's making the food for him too, or something. But you know, it's it's like I mean, he the guy the guy does everything, I guess now. But uh, so so maybe he does have a lot of control because I I've always found the best TV and movies is when you have one or maybe just a couple of guys that have a have a certain vision of. Of what they want to do and they don't it doesn't become a, a group of 20 guys in a room putting together puzzle pieces to make up a, a movie but uh, with that uh, so what I heard about this idea uh, you know I was thinking okay first well, why did they go to this time frame why didn't they just do something in the future more with with TNG or DS9 or Voyager or something or some you know the, the other rumor around was they were going to do sort of a combined movie with a little bit a few people from all the casts kind of um,
3: yeah, that'd be cool. And you know, there's a
1: couple of couple of things I was thinking. One, they all know, or they tend to think, at least, that that Kirk, Spock, that that crew, that era, has been pretty popular with the fans. So, yes. So to begin right. with, you know, yeah. y- you've got you've got that, but now you're going. You know, you don't want to use. Obviously, you can't really use Shatner and Nimoy and those guys anymore. If, you know, both cost and, and most of them really wouldn't want to do it. I think Shatner would be the only one that would want to do it. So, <laughs> you know, he—I'll he, get back in my space jumpsuit and, and I can do it. Give me the, give me the, give me the ship. Um, but and the and the Botox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'll put in my, I'll, I'll take off my my suit from Boston Legal for a week or two, and uh, so, so they, you know, the idea All of this right. Academy movie. There's a couple of things I think it's got going for it. One, even though they're using the Kirk and Spock characters, you can create—you know—you they can go out and get a bunch of unknowns. They can make this movie really cheap. You know, they they can make this movie a lot cheaper than any of the other Star Trek movies that they've made in the past few years. Maybe even any of them. So, so that they got that going for them, they can make this this movie really cheap, which which is a good way to go in a way because you know they're not sure what's going to happen. Will it make money? Won't you know? Won't it? So, so that's one thing. They they can make it cheaply. They can get a bunch of young actors, and if it works out, maybe they make another one, or maybe spin it off into a series. But um, so that was one thing that I thought that, you know this can keep costs down for them. Um, but you know you could have done that without even using Kirk and Spock. You could just do Starfleet Academy in the era of TNG and DS9 and have a bunch of group of, kind of like they did on that one uh, Next Generation episode, Below Decks or something like that, or Lower Decks. Lower Decks. Lower Decks, called, yeah, yeah. Where it was kind of through other people's eyes, you know, the captain and, and Riker and all and the rest of the crew was kind of, uh, you know, all these guys they barely ever saw. And and the, the, the storyline was seen through their eyes a little bit, you know, these guys mm-hmm. that really were the young people working on the ship and they didn't get a lot of the attention and so on. So there, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of possibilities. I, I think my, if it had been somebody else, they handed the movie to, uh, you know, anyone else, but th- this guy's got a pretty good reputation going. I think a couple of you guys said that Morales and yeah. a couple others, you know, he, JJ J. Abrams lost, uh, alias, the mission impossible movie. Yeah. Uh, he, he's done a few other things too. He, you know, he's getting a pretty good. And, and I think, um, paramount likes him, you know they they gave a mission impossible to work on and the little bit i've heard so far is that they he did a pretty good job with it uh so so anyway with all that um i'll just keep my fingers crossed basically that that he the only thing i don't know and i haven't heard this and i don't know if any of you guys have heard yet but has anyone heard if this guy knows star trek at all I, I, is he a fan? Is he not a fan? I haven't heard well, anything about that.
0: I haven't, but I, I think it might be a good idea to have a non-fan directing directing the movie because, um, yeah, I, I mean he might have a fresh look at it at, at the whole franchise, and it would be good. It could be good if he does it right. So I don't think it's a bad idea at all. And about what you were saying about uh, the whole prequel thing. I think it might have to be something to do with uh, mer- uh, marketing. I mean, yeah. they go back in time and they do another movie. Uh, why did uh, why to do this? Because people know about Star Trek and uh, they lost money with the, with, with Nemesis, so um, they need to to do something interesting with characters that people already know. But since they can't use a um, nimoy or or shatner now they have to go and get uh, fresh actors and yeah. about being a cheap movie or not i think cheap movie is the way to go because um if you restrict the, yourself yeah go ahead
1: at least the at least the cast will be cheap i would think i mean i i, I, yeah. I don't really uh-huh. see him putting you know really young known actors like people that are on like tv right now and I'm trying to yeah. think of, you know, it'll be like the OC in space or something like that, you know. Where, you know <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I mean, I could almost, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with that show, but there's this one kind of geeky yes. guy, kind of a skinny kid on there uh, that would almost fit Spock's part, you know, in a way. I mean, he, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just I just hope Absolutely. he goes and they do a yes. casting call and he finds some <laughs> unknowns, you know. I, I just, uh, I think he's got to be really careful about that. and uh, But yeah. I think the guy's smart enough that... um that he, he yeah. could pull it off. I, I was I just was the reason I was asking if anyone had heard if he knows Star Trek was just yeah yeah I cre- I kind of agree Morales I, it's good to get a new perspective yeah totally. uh, away from like Rick Berman and Brandon Braga right, who worked yeah. on you know Star Trek for 20 years and got kind of burned out on it it seems but I I, 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 I just hope he problem. hires at least somebody and and if you're listening out there uh, JJ you know uh,
4: <laughs> whenever I post
1: this up. <laughs> Uh, if you need, like, a consultant or an expert or somebody, you know, uh, I'm available. But, uh, <laughs> <I think> we, <laughs> but anyway... I think uh, all would be. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I, I have a feeling he'll find somebody. <laughs> I was talking to Morales this morning a little bit about it, and, uh, you know, the last season of Enterprise, they brought in that Manny Cotto guy to write him, and, and yeah, he, I think was he was great. an executive producer. And yeah. he he's a really big Star Trek fan from the early days, knows the, knows the show and knows the the history. And, and I just want... I just really want to make sure that he doesn't really mess things up like have him you know f- fight like you know romulans in the in the time frame or, or something like that that he shouldn't be doing big mistakes like that but i think that they've got it covered on that i'm sure and did um anyone else have any comments along this uh, about this movie thoughts and about what, uh, it, what it might yeah i did okay sure go ahead uh sam
3: hello i can't it's kind of
1: breaking up how's that is that any better
3: Uh, hello? Well, we can hear you pretty good. We can hear you. All right, it's back. (laughs) You go ahead, we we
1: can hear you fine. Okay.
3: (laughs) All right, um, well, a couple comments I had about that was that, um, you mentioned new actors, like, casting unknown people. Yeah. Um, I don't really think that's a great idea, because that's what George Lucas did for Revenge of the... Well, for all the early movies, (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) Hayden Christensen, I don't know, that... I didn't really like that performance very much.
1: Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Well, he did he did pretty good with the first set of movies, you know, with with yeah. the 4, yeah. 5, yeah. and 6 and those guys were basically, you know, uh Mark Hamill and Harrison Mark Ford. Mark Hamill, and
3: Harrison that. Ford. They yeah. were
1: all pretty well unknown at the time. So, uh yeah, with the with the prequels, yeah. I don't know if it was so much the cast, but it was but it was maybe just the way the script and the story went. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Sam.
3: Um, yeah, the the script was also yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> um and then well I was thinking a great person maybe to get in and help out keeping Star Trek authentic would be Jonathan Frakes cuz he's been doing a great job in the director's chair.
1: Ah uh, yes, uh huh. the uh-huh.
3: past couple of years. Um I think he'd be a great I guess advisor maybe for uh uh-huh. for the next movie or series whatever they plan to do.
1: Well, they got those Akudas, too, the uh, the Mike Akuda and I think his wife, I can't remember her first name. They worked behind the scenes on Star Trek and basically were, were kind of the experts during the era of TNG and yeah, the Deep Space and all people? those. It's my phone. Go ahead, you guys. I'm, I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, somebody gets it eventually. I just yeah. tend to ignore it. So sorry about that. Go ahead, Sam. Continue.
3: <laughs> um. Well, I guess I guess that was pretty much it. Um. I just think I really agree that they they should get a, I guess Star Trek expert in there to help out.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty uh-huh. much it. Okay.
4: Yeah, I got something to say before we move on. Sure. Sure. Go ahead, Scott. I just think that um, they need to have at least a, a more than one fan to actually keep the continuity, right? Otherwise the, if because if they it, totally. if they just mess it up too much, that might be what or that may be costing them fans as opposed to getting them new fans. Yeah. And maybe I don't know, I hope I just hope uh, JJ is a, actually a fan of the series because yeah. maybe then it'll be kind of like the Star or like the the Spider-Man movies, you know, with Sam Raimi being a fan of Spider-Man.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's maybe a
4: good point. So maybe that's what they'd need to do.
1: Yeah, I, I, would, a I would think... <laughs> I have a hard time thinking that, you know, A, somebody like that that is so much in media like he is right now, you know, writing, directing, and that, that he doesn't know Star Trek to some degree and I, so Hard that to. always lead it always leads me to think that well if if the guy he's got to know star trek i mean there aren't that many people and especially people in entertainment that he's got to know it to some degree so then i can't see him taking the project on if he doesn't like it at least a little bit mm-hmm. he may not be an expert you know he may not know every episode inside and out and that's okay that's not a problem really but i i got to believe he at least is is somewhat a fan to some degree of of the show and He's seen enough of it to know, yeah, that'd be something I'd like to work on, um, because I, I I just don't really see him. You know, he this is a lot of weight on his shoulders basically, because this could be a make or break it, at least for the movie end of things maybe. And I, I kind of think that he's got to at least like it, and probably knows it to some level, or else he would he would have just said no, no, it doesn't matter how much money you're offering me, I, I I'll pass. And because uh, he's not really hurting for money, I don't think but anyway did anyone him. else uh anyone else on, on the on the movie topic and on what we think might happen i guess the what i'd heard is it's shoot, they're shooting for like a fall 2008 so two years two and a half years away which which is not really that long not really that far no, no, out no, no. for a movie you know these days especially with something like this where they're gonna have to you know they got to probably cast it all completely and a lot of a lot of stuff to work on for it.
4: Yeah, I don't think they'll be able to use old sets either. Have to rebuild a lot of it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I, sure it'll be. I really hope they don't use too much CGI.
0: I mean, if they're doing a, a prequel, they they should. I don't know. Maybe stay a little bit uh, rustic in that sense. You know what I mean? Just to a give it the it. authentic yeah. look and a feel of the old series. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, like, don't use uh, CGI at all. Instead, use models for spaceships and and um, and actually go to locations if they, in case they go to a planet. Uh, I just hope oh, yeah. that, and I, I'm actually excited. I just really, really hope they don't screw it up in in, in the continuity. Yeah. Other than that, well, it, some of it some of it'll have
1: to be have to be set in around San Francisco because that's where Starfleet, yeah. you know, yeah. Starfleet and Starfleet Academy. Is supposed to be yeah. in that area, so I, I'm, I'm thinking that they are going to be some sort of location, you know. With they'll, they'll change the scenery. Remember that scene in um, the first Star Trek movie when when Kirk is yeah. coming to Starfleet totally. to get the Enterprise back. You could and see the golden they kind gate, of show yeah. the bridge, right? They yeah. show the enter- or they not the Enterprise. Uh, they show the shuttle coming across shuttle. San Francisco, uh, whatever it's oh, San Francisco yeah. Bay, and so that yeah, I'm sure they're going to have some things. Um, you know that'll they'll use some real, but I'm with you, Morales. I mean, I you know some of these movies with with the CG in them, it, it's just not you know. I like to see models. I there's just a different look to it, and it looks it looks a yeah. little bit. Uh, I I hate to say it looks more real, but it you know there's just something a little more kind of organic about the way it is. That's right. When yeah. you, mm-hmm. It's just all computer generated. Although although um, I don't know how many of you have seen some of these new. New Voyages Star Trek films that they've done. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I've seen a few of them. I haven't. But they, you know, the, well they've used, uh, you know, they're, they, they're using they use CG gra- you know, computer graphics to uh, uh-huh. create the ship effects and things. Okay, and, yeah, and don't they, don't, they have you them. know, it looks good. It's sort of like a jazzed, slightly souped up version of the old, you know, the old show and the way it looked. Uh, it's hard for me to describe. Just go to like New and you can download. Uh, Right. I think they've done two complete ones, and they're working on another one with um, with Walter Koenig, Chekhov. Oh yeah, and, I some
0: photos of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that that one I think is coming out like this summer sometime. But but they use computer yeah. graphics to create the ships and the look and everything from the original series, and it's not too bad, you know. But of course they're doing it with no budget, and they don't have they don't have the choice really they've got to do it the easiest way and it's i think what i've read is one guy at a computer doing all that but so we'll see see what they decide to do it's kind of it's kind of the genie out of the bottle thing though with cgi and, and movies yeah. it's it, i i don't uh i don't know how much anymore they can not use it you know and just yeah. say hey we're gonna open a whole new model shop and we're gonna build uh you know <laughs> we need somebody to come in and build some enterprises or whatever and uh I don't even know. I'm I'm betting with all the CG that a lot of those kind of places in Hollywood have have closed up because of that. So, well, yeah, it's it's
2: it's a lot cheaper now. It's a lot cheaper to actually CGI instead of models.
1: Yeah, just time wise
2: and everything. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can't see them using models in a large scale. They may have one or two, but mostly everything's CG now.
4: I like. like Go ahead. Oh, I like what they did with the Enterprise in next generation. They just had a model in a room, just were creative that way. That I think that's what they yeah. should do. Yeah, yeah, they did that yeah. for the T V series,
2: but not the movies. The movies it was actually CG'd.
4: Well yeah, but I just so. thought it was kinda cool having a model somewhere that they did all that fun stuff with. So. I
1: think I think you can do it if you're if you're careful yeah. with it. For example, the the thing I was gonna say uh was in in Star Trek Voyager, in Voyager if i remember correctly and maybe somebody else will know also but did they ever build a voyager model i thought that i had heard and read that I think they so, never yeah. had a model of the voyager it was all computer that was always huh. a computer
0: really it looked really what do you guys
1: I... what do you guys what do you guys think about that i i yeah. thought that once they went to voyager that they never actually built or i'm sorry all right let me let me let me change this <laughs> not voyager <laughs> enterprise enterprise
4: oh okay Enterprise.
1: I, I got Enterprise, one series yeah. back further than I should have. It was Enterprise, <laughs> and they never built the the Enterprise on on you know the one with Captain Archer and prequel yeah. Uh, series. Yeah, I was gonna say all. Voyager
4: looked almost real like a model. Yeah,
1: but I thought <laughs> w- w- the I thought the Enterprise though they did a pretty good job with it. I think the problem with CG is you can't overdo it. You know, it's easy to probably mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not yeah. as simple mm-hmm. as copying and pasting. But I'm thinking of the scene in the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. You know, with all the ships flying around uh, and everything yeah, going yeah. crazy, it was too much. I, I I think I saw the movie three or four times maybe <laughs> in the theater, and I still couldn't see everything that was going on. I couldn't keep track of who who were the good guys, who were the bad guys, and that's just it's too much. It you know you it's kind of like he well this would have been impossible to do with models, but if you're just talking about Star Trek where it's generally a ship, maybe a couple of ships. I don't I don't think you get the same feeling that hey this was just all done at a computer and a guy just did you know you know copied and pasted like twenty, you know, starships in a scene <coughs> in or the whatever starships. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if you keep it under control and you don't overuse it, yeah. it, it, it yeah. might be okay. So hey let's um i want to switch off and and we'll spend like the last like here part of the hour or whatever talking about uh the um the idea of a new tv series and and what what i thought we could do is just go through again and we've talked about this on the forums a few times what we all would you know if we if somebody handed us you know paramount came to us like i guess maybe they did with um jj and said here's your uh here's a big chunk of money go ahead and make a new star <laughs> trek series what what would you do kind of your your um your wishes for uh, another star trek series sometime uh in the next few years so we'll start again with uh kenny what do you uh what would be your uh your dream star trek series and where would what time frame and type of characters maybe if you want to get into that whatever uh go ahead
2: uh oh, i have to start um... Yeah. <laughs> well, no. If somebody else
1: wants to, I just, I just, I, I just got, any... went back to you because yeah, you're at the top else... of the list.
2: I have anything off the top of their head. Oh. Anybody no, want no, to ta- take oh, it first instead of
1: Kenny? Okay, go ahead. Uh,
3: I could. Go ahead. All right. Um, well, first of all, I, I, I mentioned this earlier. I love that Voyager episode with the Prometheus, and I'd, I'd really like to see another ship like that that has a, a three-piece separation.
4: Yeah, multi-victory um, attack mode.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool when, um...
1: That was the one the Doctor got on, right? Wasn't, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it the wasn't, Doctor. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right.
3: Where the, the ship flew, like, it was flying up on them, up up on the Prometheus at, like, high warp. They did three-piece separation and just surrounded it and just blew it up, like, five seconds, then went back together. Um, mm-hmm. that was really cool. yep. yep. Um... I love effects like that. So
1: um... yeah, kind of a lot more agile. I'd love than to a nor- see normal ship you see in yeah. Star Trek.
3: Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, So I'd love to see maybe either either a series about the same time as like Voyager, or like Voyager and Nemesis, or maybe maybe uh, a decade after Nemesis. Um, they could they could still do a ship like the Prometheus. Um, or if they were doing it around Nemesis time, they maybe they could do like a Prometheus refit or something. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to see. I'd really like to see uh, the that kind of time the Picard, or maybe a couple years after that. N- nothing with the Academy. Um, cause they could they could do so many great things with cameos. With they could have Picard as an admiral or an ambassador. He could come in. <coughs> they could have people from. <laughs> they could have people from Deep Space Nine just stuff like that. I think that'd be really cool. Interesting. Yeah. They could they could still yeah. use the doctor as an EMH, I guess.
1: So you're, think, you're um, thinking are uh, thinking to have another uh, uh, your idea though would be mainly would be another ship type series would be another with with just something oh, like yeah. the Prometheus with a a little more advanced ship but still have a ship based show, nothing different like uh, like Deep Space 9 was or, or that. Yeah, back or even a different back idea, to the basics. you know. Okay, yeah, on a on a ship. Okay. Um all right, uh, who would like Deep to go Space next? Nine. I'll just take I'm sorry, go ahead. What was it? Oh that, no, Sam? I was
3: just one 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 quick thing is that um I don't know, I think a lot of people thought Deep Space Nine only started to get really good when they gave Cisco the Defiant. So, I mean, when they got yeah. back to the basics, well, it certainly got more interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I, thought
1: yeah it was, they got, I thought they it got got good, the, good with the war. Yeah, they got <laughs> to uh travel around a little bit more. But, you know, when I think about some of that, the um, and I mentioned this, I think, recently on one of the podcasts, the, the thing I always had with TNG, one of the problems, even though it was a ship-based show, was there were a lot of shows that they, they never left that ship. And, and you're almost, you kind of don't even get the feeling that you're traveling and doing anything so much. So even a ship-based show can become kind of, you know, locked in in a way so Mm -hmm. but yeah i agree with the defiant they definitely opened things up quite a bit more for deep space nine i think actually throughout the run by the end of deep space nine was was actually one of the shows that went um to to more different places than than even some of the other shows like tng in a way just because they had the wormhole they had the defiant and they they went and saw a lot of things that uh, a lot of the other shows maybe didn't get a chance to who would like to um, where
3: no man has gone before? I, I was almost <laughs> going to say that.
1: <laughs> who who wants sport. to go next? You, Kenny, you ready yet, or you you need more time still? Oh no, I know. I, I have my thoughts. You want, okay, go ahead.
2: All right. Um, well, first I was maybe doing um, like a, a future uh, series, maybe a hundred years, two hundred years past Nemesis, where oh, wow. uh, the where the Federation is actually you know destroyed. Whoa. Um, oh, okay. You know, but, so really, shake, some, really oh, wow. shakes stuff up. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the, you know, we can catch it right at the beginning. You know, of some huge war. First
1: five minute, first but, five minutes of the of the TV show, blown yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: That the devastation, and then you know, just following some ship, some new ship with some new crew.
1: Sounds and, kind of Galactica-like, almost. That,
2: that, well, yeah. yeah, That's what that was my thought. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe yeah. I shouldn't go that Star route. Star Trek Galactica.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, go ahead. Well, that's what go I, ahead.
2: I, as I was thinking that, I was like, oh, man, that sounds like Battlestar Galactica. So I guess I uh, can't go that route. But uh, my second thought would be to um, – oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Um, another – I still like future. I still think we should do something in the future. Okay. Um, uh-huh. You know, something with a new crew, um, just, you know, step, you know. Oh, actually, you know what I was thinking is a, a time, the time war that was uh, explained in Enterprise.
1: What I thought that a would be fun. temporal cold to, war.
2: Yeah, the temporal cold war. Kind of sounds would, like one of my ideas. That would have been really cool to have a, a series based on that.
1: Okay. So and you either, set it set it far enough in the future where we're... we're the, the time guys or whatever they want to... I think that was supposed to be, like, what, the 29th century or so? Yeah, the, 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 that's what they the, said in Voyager. Right, that yeah, they were yeah. basically... Uh, the Federation, a lot of what they did was basically travel through time to and either fix things time. or just... Or, yeah, sometimes to clean it up, sometimes just to observe, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's an idea. Yeah. That's a good I idea. I
2: thought that would be a fun fun, a fun series.
3: be
1: pretty cool. Do you want to go... Uh, you want to go next, Scott, because it sounded like you had some some thoughts on that same area. Yeah, the actually,
4: I have. I've actually been thinking about a new series since I heard about uh, Enterprise uh, being canceled. I've I'll just kind of rattle off my ideas. Okay. I originally I originally thought a movie about uh, Kyles and Klingons would be kind of cool, but I thought maybe. But then, yeah. I think maybe a series based just starting with having a couple hour pilot about Kales, and then people finding out more about Klingons, which we already know pretty much about them, and then just have a series where it really doesn't involve humans just Klingons which would be kind of interesting and then another one I came up or I was thinking about was uh, since there's a lot of uh, discontinu- nah, got tongue-tied I'm really tongue-tied today discontinuity
1: or Um, yeah is that what you were trying yeah
4: Yeah. normally I can say it but since there's a lot of uh, problems why don't they just have it so uh, the series is set in the 29th 29th century like uh, with the time ships and everything and just Uh have a show just have a show where they kind of revisit some of those problems and fix them and that way it could be just a show to fix all the problems and make it kind of interesting that way for example, uh, if there's one problem, they can go back and deal with it, and have an episode similar to how the Trials and Tribulations was, where they took some of the original footage and then oh, kind of okay. oh, tweaked like that. it that way. Yeah, yeah. That, I just think that would be kind of interesting because they could just work it that way and make it kind of interesting.
1: Kind of like Quantum Leap, a little bit. If well, you're a little bit, with... but it, but it would be
4: fixing a lot of the a lot of the uh, story holes. Uh huh. Oh, that would be interesting.
1: Totally. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 you know the whole time travel thing is, is 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 both good and bad. I, you know, it, it can mm-hmm. be done pretty well, yeah. and it you, you can get yourself into a big, I think a little kind of a mess almost after yeah, re- a while. I really, but...
4: well, I really like the the uh, the Voyager episode where they. Where they had the time ship from the 29th century and they got sent back to what was it nineteen ninety six or whatever, right? So that, yeah, they always get that, sent yeah. back
1: to the year they happen to be filming in. You notice that? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> could be like five <laughs> yeah, or 25. ten years different. You know, we just happened to be in nineteen sixty six or nineteen ninety six.
4: Yeah, that that's just where my idea just came from. Is I was yeah. I was watching Trials and Tribulations the other day and then I was just thinking about that Voyager episode and that's just. Where the whole idea came from.
1: Well, the fun thing about those always, just like the the Star Trek uh, four movie, you know, where Kirk and Spock and they come back to get the whales. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, you know, the the, the great <laughs> Again, thing about those are always it's the it, they're like the fish out of water. You know, they they. Uh, yeah, they're not. They're they're running around San Francisco, and they they don't mm-hmm. know you know what all this stuff means, and, and it you, you you set yourself up for a lot of fun situations, you know, especially like Scotty's talking to the computer, "Hello, computer," you know, and I'm sure. <laughs> so that there's a lot of good stuff, really easy to 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 have some fun things happen in, in those kind of stories. Yeah, Same thing. I like cr- that Voyager episode too, where that I think it was two part where they came back yeah. and. They were searching yeah, for that one guy who was lost in the past. And, mm-hmm. and then the guy and
4: he going to launch it. And,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. really good uh, good ideas. So who else haven't we? Let's see. We've got uh, Morales. What do you've got uh, cooking oh, in your uh, brain there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, I've been thinking about the story. I'm not sure uh, um, if it would fit the uh, Star Trek universe. But now that I think of it, it, it really... Might be a, a cool idea. Okay, it it could be a story based in the future where um, there's another war between Klingons, Romulans, and 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 the um, and, and Starfleet and Federation, and suddenly something happens in the um, reality continuum, and uh, there's this invasion from creatures from another dimension that are. Far by far more powerful than any army of the story of, of the uh, okay. of Star Trek. So uh, the enemies that were fighting before Klingons, Romulans, and um, you name it, um, mm-hmm. have to join forces now in order to fight the new enemies. Right, Kinda like the that Borg, be,
1: sort of a little bit, but they never they really, really that's brought that right. up. Yeah, they never Most seem to go really off really to really get help, help too, right? too much. So can, yeah, go ahead, continue. And,
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah, you, you could have a new ship, a very powerful ship uh, created by the three cultures and um, the crew should be a mix of, of, of three cultures as well. So this would give you a lot of um, complicated um, relationships between characters and then you have um, a, a very complex ship that have to fight, you know... Um, problems among them plus they have to fight the enemy so uh, i think it could be interesting oh and um, yeah that's an interesting
1: real interesting idea you know they could also tap into the the technology for each of them like yeah they could pull in the cloaking technology from the romulans and 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 have that
0: have a lot of explosions too lots of (laughs)
1: explosions no just kidding (laughs) Well, I like the idea of having having them have to sort of band together to fight a yeah. common enemy, you know. I think that that's an interesting so idea. Cool. I, that could make uh you know, it might be kind of hard for an ongoing series maybe, but for uh for a movie though, something like mm-hmm. that, I it would be pretty pretty interesting. Maybe, Somebody you know, call for Yeah, them. yeah, Abrams. Well, I'm, I'm teaching the yeah. right now. <laughs> call him up, write him <laughs> an email. Yeah, JJ <laughs> Abrams at, at StarTrek.com or whatever, but uh, <laughs> So um I don't, did we get, we got all you guys? I think, I think all you guys had a shot at uh, talking about that. Um, You covered just about everything I've ever thought of almost. There was, there's one kind of other idea, well, two other little ideas that I've always had. And I guess this isn't so much, you know, what I would necessarily do. I'll, I'll talk about it in like two or three parts. First, I guess if somebody handed me a bunch of money and said, here, make another Star Trek, I think the basic thing for me is I would set it far and away from anything else that's come before i would just want to completely almost lose all the history and everything and not have to worry about it so i'm with you guys i would probably go you know a few hundred years in the future so then Mm -hmm. yeah it's still you know the federation it's still starfleet there's things you recognize but the whole everything else is you don't really have to worry about it anymore you know they can meet new aliens maybe some of the old aliens are now our friends um who knows what but it, it really opens it up i mean i think that was one of the good things that Roddenberry did when he did Next Generation and that he said it like 100 years in the future. It's familiar, but he didn't have to worry too much. There aren't very many Next Generation episodes that really hit upon anything that happened in the original series. There's just well, there they, they didn't have to worry about it. It was so far in a, in the future. So, mm-hmm. I would definitely go that way. But a couple other uh, just a couple other thoughts. One one thing they've I've heard talked about occasionally on different forums before would be a uh, maybe some kind of a not Starfleet oriented Star Trek series something about colonization something about people out there living in different areas of the of the galaxy on a planet maybe people that that move around from planet to planet okay. uh, you know something that's not so Starfleet oriented about about the future so
4: and, something and they,
1: you get to see how they have to deal with both other aliens, Starfleet, um, lots of things. Something just about colonization and people living in the future, perhaps. So, but so you know, a lot with of little. A lot have to do with... oh, go ahead. I'm
4: sorry. So it's pretty much just a lot to do with civilians.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not so military, maybe, and and and, and who knows? Maybe eventually, after a, a season or two, maybe one or two of them end up in Starfleet, and that's part of the show. I'll, kind of also. Um, along those lines the other idea that i'd always had it you know this would be if somebody handed you and had you know you had a faucet full of gold coins that just came out or or whatever (laughs) because you'd need a ton of money for this idea but i always you know i've always enjoyed the anthology type tv show and they don't really do that anymore something like a twilight zone outer limits you know where each each week you watch a show and it doesn't have anything to do with the week before so you could do something like that with Star Trek. You know, one week oh, yeah. you have a of a show that's, that's a on a ship video, that's that's a Starfleet type, you know, ship, and, and there's a some problem they have to solve, and then the next week they have a show that's set on a, you know, on Mars, and it talks about you know, w- you know, some whatever threat that's going on there, a problem, whatever it happens to be, that oh, they have yeah. to solve, and, and you know, each <laughs> oh. each week is is a different set of uh, problems, characters, situations, except. Again, I, stories
0: for
1: sure. you'd really, really have to have uh, a lot of money to do to that type of show. But I, I think uh, it would be, kind, it'd be kind of interesting to have something, just because I think there's so much in the, the Star Trek universe that they don't really do a lot with. You know, they've really been, you know, these, okay, here's another ship. Yeah, it's called Enterprise. What letter are we on? And, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I lost track. Let's just go to <laughs> Z right now. Let's just go to Z, okay? yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, so it's. Um, I, I think there's a lot of possibilities, but it's it, it's nice that they're that this movie's coming, and and I mm-hmm. don't know if that will spin off. I, I think one last thing we could just talk about a little bit is: Do you guys think that this is gonna this movie if it does well? What what do you think will happen? Do you think it they may take that into a series set in that academy time frame, or do you think it would just Hi. go? the series would become uh, something completely different. What, what do you think might happen? And let's just, uh, who would like to start? I'll just put it that way this time. What do you think is going to um, happen well, after the movie?
3: I have a. Can I just say something about the last thing you said before we move on? Sure, sure, um,
1: definitely. Go ahead, Sam.
3: Well, I don't know about that, that like... Oh. I don't. What, were you saying like a Twilight Zone feel, or just moving from different places?
4: Well, I,
1: I use it as just, just a, a, a description for a, a TV show that each week you okay. kind of have a new story, a new setting, and, and yeah, just and, like
4: short stories. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. Um, like if you've ever read any
1: books like that are short story books, each time you you know you start a new new story, it's it's or a new week on the show, it would be a new wow. story with new characters, and it would just be in that that. Time or that reference you would be in the future, you know, Star Trek kind of setting.
4: Yeah. Well, so that's uh, sorry, wait. I
1: didn't mean it was going to be like, you know, Ooh, there's a ghost on the Enterprise <laughs> or whatever. And it, it's just I just used that. As, I couldn't think of another example besides like um, Outer Limits, Twilight Zone that that they did an anthology type show I mean, uh, oh, each week. There were I a mean, bunch of them like that. Yeah. All
3: right, but if they did that. They'd have no room for like character development, and that's such a great element in yeah. all of the Star Trek series.
1: Oh, I yeah, I, I know there's be lots of things that you couldn't. I mean, you could take that idea and maybe just have um, only a, a two or three different places that you dealt with. Like say a colony maybe. on Mars one week, and you had a little group of characters, and maybe there was some overlap. Like one of their kids went off and joined Starfleet, so the next week maybe was on a ship. And they only rotated between, say, maybe three or four, maybe five different settings and characters, and there was some mm-hmm. overlap between them. You know what I mean? So then oh, you could do okay. some character work. You know that might be. I mean, I, it's just something off the top of my head, but you know, maybe then you could delve into the characters each week. It wouldn't be completely different, but you know, there'd be some room for for growth for the characters. So yeah, I I agree that I think a lot of Star Trek has been. About the characters and and how they change over the course of uh, episodes and from season to season.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, if, Sounds if
4: good. well,
0: if Go they ahead.
1: did
4: that, well, if they did that, they could do just what what Twilight Zone did and just keep uh, revisiting that that whole idea later, and maybe some of those characters because I know on the newer Twilight Zone they they did that a little bit. They did a lot oh, of crossovers, okay. so they're all kind tied, mm-hmm. uh, tied together.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just a you know an idea i mean you guys hit on a lot of good ideas for for star trek but was let's um on this thing about where we think it'll go after the movie do we think that that if let's just say it really does well let's say he makes it a you know really cheaply it's a it's a pretty good movie do we think that they'll just take that into a series you know kirk spock at the academy you know star trek starfleet (laughs) <laughs> starfleet academy you know will show up on tv a year later or do we think that they'll just go completely in a different direction i, I guess it probably depends on how successful it ends up being and we're probably getting uh, kind of ahead of ourselves a little but i, I, well, I have my go ahead
2: oh i think uh, that uh if the movie does huge numbers i think they'll keep that crew for the movies for future movie- movies. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But I do But I do think if it does well, then they'll know the public's interested in Star Trek again, and they may come up with another concept for a TV series. But I don't think they'll use the crew from the movie. Most okay, movies so you, don't want to go back down to TV.
1: Right, so you would think, Kenny, that they would take, even if it does really, really well, that they would just go, that would start them off kind of on a series of movies, maybe with that same idea, yeah. you know. Yeah. Starfleet Academy 2 or whatever well that sounds a lot like that police academy does <laughs> I, 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 I kind of hope they don't use that title because I, I I think that they that could be a a bad idea
4: well there's but, already a there's already a Star Trek book with that title so I don't know if they take that or not
1: yeah I yeah I think I think yeah I know about that so that's true that that may not be good what else uh, Morales what do you think do you think that do you agree with Kenny and and that or do you do you think that they would just continue the movie series? No, I
0: agree. Um, Thing is, they really need to do a very good movie uh, in order to keep people interested and uh, make more movies on on that uh, timeline. But if people get interested in in the movie and, again, in Star Trek, then uh, I think another TV show will show up soon. And Mm -hmm. um, I I I think... um, I know they'll that all is. end
1: up. They'll all end up on an island, and they won't know what's going on. <laughs> and, and, and then, then some girl will parachute in, and and she has this funny wig on, and and she's, <laughs> and, and she says her name is Sydney Smith or something, and you know.
0: Yeah, do you know, guys I don't watch worry.
1: Lost? Do you guys are? are oh yeah. Yes. Is everyone everyone pretty much a Lost fan I'm or lost watches it? Or?
4: Se- well, I've never seen an episode, so.
1: Oh really? Okay. Uh, All right. Anyone else see not do. seen it? It's 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 pretty uh, interesting. I haven't I mean, I, really. Yeah. It it's got its. I haven't, uh, I haven't really seen it. It's got its ups and downs. You know, there's I think um, this year has kind of gotten a lot a lot more interesting. I think in a way than last. The last few episodes have been pretty good, but it's it, it's I like having a uh, sort of an ongoing mystery TV thing. You know, a lot of times on TV and movies, I think they just kind of hand things to you. It's like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. stupid, here you go. You you know what's going on? It's like they make it almost <laughs> too obvious. and it's I, explicit. I, I think it's a good and a bad thing. I think they're kind of, some people out there, some of the things that I've heard people say about the show is they're getting kind of frustrated a little bit, but we'll, we'll see well, where it all ends up.
4: Well, that kind of tactic may work for a Star Trek series, too, or something. I don't know. What, mystery? Yeah, it Was might. Well, it just might. something they... where you have to use your mind. Oh,
1: Oh gosh, yeah. people—they I don't know if they think that people <laughs> that go to the movies or watch TV use their minds anymore. I, I don't know. No, I mean, not I, at all. I just they're they're the the level you know the level of um, when when Scary Movie Four is like the biggest movie oh, in like the, 2000 and, 2006, I I you know and hey I, I don't There's really people going. people like to laugh and some of the stuff I've seen on the the previews for it they're funny but oh, yeah. you know it, I might watch
4: it but not seriously anyway
1: oh sure right it's i like a i like a funny a funny film too once in a while uh, as well as something that makes you think a little bit and and that so um what else uh let let's wrap it up a little with uh anyone else have some thoughts about about what they think might happen with with the franchise in general after after post movie or you guys uh anyone else well, want to yeah, comment um, on that idea i mean i kind of think the same thing i i think kenny was probably hit it on the head there a little bit i I tend to think that they wouldn't just take a movie, uh, even if it does well. I mean, the two possibilities are it doesn't do well and it does real well. And I guess you could have a kind of a middle ground, too. But um, I, I think he's probably right. If it does really well, I, I don't see them then going, hey, we're going to make this into the TV show. No, I would just, if I, yeah. if that happened, I'd make another movie. Uh, so, and then maybe no, make a TV, uh, TV show that is in a different setting. This... Go ahead, Morales.
0: Oh, sorry. Um, what I'm thinking about is that they might um, premiere the movie along with the game, with the um, the Star Trek Online MMO. Oh
1: and yeah, that should be right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now heard. that I'm
0: thinking of it, I mean, MMOs are huge right now. People are playing more MMOs now than e- ever in in gaming history. So, I think it should be big. Uh, I mean, you go to see the movie and then go back home and play you saw so in the movie with your own character and your own star. Yeah, star yeah
1: that's, a, that's a really good uh, yeah, good the, point I, because, you know, isn't that game uh, supposed to be sort of that yeah, idea? Yeah, pretty much. Part of, it's, uh, part of it's like you're at the academy and then you yes. start out as like a uh-huh. ensign or whatever and then you work your way up. And, hey, that um, might just work. You know they, yeah, they could, know, they could have some NPCs on that, you know, it could be like Kirk and Spock there and like perhaps, I, I don't yeah. know. Although I think it's the time frame is supposed to be what, in the TNG time frame? Yeah.
0: It, it's in the in TNG, total. Yeah, right. so, but even,
1: even then, it doesn't, you know, that's not super critical. I mean, that just means, you know, you got a ship that can go, you know, a little faster and the weapons are a little stronger. and But, yes. You, st- you still basically are, you're at the academy and, you know. Yeah, but hey, but I, level, right there, I leveled up an astro, astro, you know a, 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 <laughs> astronomy 101. I leveled up, uh, <laughs> my astronomy level or something like i don't know whatever but uh anyone else got any last comments about star trek uh the future of the franchise that they want to say before uh i i wrap this up and uh, well, i got i really I got uh enjoyed talking to everybody
4: i just got something i want to say about the movie
1: i oh sure go much, ahead
4: as much as i like the 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 spurt the Spur <laughs> the kirk and spock characters I really hope that somewhere during the production they decide just to drop the two characters, because we've we've already got enough about it. And if they go back, they are going to be doing a little bit of pollution. Mm-hmm. I just think that if if they put another peep, a bunch of other people in there, it would just work be out. be the for Academy series.
1: idea, but not with Kirk and Spock. Just exactly. Be a Star Trek movie based at the Academy, but you don't need Kirk and Spock. Yeah. yeah.
4: As yeah. Mu- as much as I like the characters, I just I just don't see the the whole reason to actually go back and revisit the same stuff again.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's it's 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 going to be tricky. There's no question. I mean, is the guy going to be like, "My god, what are we going to do today in <laughs> class? <are> gonna, <laughs> like, well, you know, what are they I don't what have are they my do? homework done. You know well, what are they going to do?: <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> I, I, I'm really wondering if if the, guy, if the people, if they do this idea with, with being well, Kirk and Spock it, it... when they're like 18 years old, I mean, are these guys going to try to be like you know Nemoy and Shatner in the way they played those characters, or are they just going to kind of well, ignore it? and
4: I, the one it, thing it's I do think tricky.: oh. Well, one Go thing ahead. I do think would be amusing would be seeing Kirk actually pass the Kobayashi Maru.
1: Oh, where he oh actually would be interesting and all. Awesome. Yeah, that, that, they could. Yeah, they could slide that in I think, definitely. I
4: think they could put Kirk and Spock in there, but I don't think they should be the main characters.
1: Uh huh. Well, there's yeah. there's a lot of definitely interesting things they can do in that era. You know, there there's it would be nice to see them not be as as perfect and as good as they'd always been. You know, mm-hmm. um, Kirk in the early days and Spock in the early days. Well, Kirk especially. Yeah, I'd like to
4: see Spock make a mistake. I'd like to
1: see him mess oh, up a little bit, know. right? Exactly. I mean, you'd like to see them not be the the seasoned veterans that they are when you I mean, see them in in Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, Spock's half and,
4: human. Why not make him fee- or feel that way?
1: Well, yeah, and you could you would you would think a little bit too that in that time when he was a lot younger, it was probably a lot harder for him. You know, he w- he was away from home for the first time among all these humans. His his probably his ability to control his emotions wasn't nearly as good as it it became eventually, okay. and and I'm sure it's going to be a lot harder for him at that time. And and it could really do a lot with that. So, but yeah, I it would you know. And if they're going to do an academy Starfleet Academy thing, I I think if they keep Kirk and Spock in there though, I, I think they're going to go for that early era. I mean, well obviously they have to, but. I think if they were going to do an Academy Starfleet Academy movie, and they just dropped the whole Kirk Spock thing, well, now you can just do it in the, you know, TNG Next yeah. Generation time frame. Yeah. You don't need to go back in time. So, um, which that idea has been thrown around for a couple of years over the internet, also for Star Trek. You know, just do a, a Starfleet Academy movie, but not with Kirk and Spock. So.
4: I just wonder how they do it if it if it's going to have. Nimoy and Chatner for the first 5 minutes of the movie reminiscence Hey he remember back when when know. we were in you know <laughs> class in, in you know That'd in, in be awesome I mean, quantum physics more...
1: remember you know yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know I, we'll I, we'll see I just hope I don't know do I haven't right. heard anything about that idea like you know it's it's cameo or flashback time or not I don't know if they'll do that um they they could they could definitely I can see definitely Shatner jumping at that chance. I don't think Leonard Nimoy wants <laughs> to do too much anymore with it. But. <laughs> he hey, he still does uh,
3: conventions.
1: Yeah, he does the convention thing, but he basically, even though I still have seen him do these, like, uh, a couple of commercials and things, he, he he's announced yeah. kind of a, a year, a couple of years ago that he retired, I think, from what I'd read, that he'd officially retired, whatever that means. I don't know even know why these guys say that, because they still do stuff. He
3: did that Aleve commercial <laughs> where he did the Vulcan...
1: Right, answer. where he goes out. <laughs> when did they show that? Was that on the Super Bowl? I think it was a Super yeah, Bowl commercial. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think uh, unless somebody else wanted to jump in with a couple last words or whatever, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up and uh, really uh, want to thank all you guys for taking some time in today to talk about this. Uh, I'm going to try to put this together into some kind of podcast in the next week or so, and maybe next weekend probably. Um, But thanks, Kenny Morales, uh, Sam and Scott. Really, really great to talk to you guys. And and we'll have to do this again. I'm going to try to uh, do it maybe once a month or so. And some of these, I I think I will just, we'll just hook up and you know, just chit chat. No, no real format to it. And, but I wanted today to, to go over this, especially since that movie announcement came out. Oh, definitely. And uh, I, I really, I think you guys have a lot of great ideas and, you know, one thing that I've always liked about Star Trek in general, and somebody kind of joked uh, a couple of times, I think, about writing in and talking to these guys. You know, one thing that I have liked is, is they do listen. They, they do actually listen to forums and with the Internet these days and emails and even regular mail. Huh. So if you got some comments on this, you know, I'd, I'd find some. I'll, I'll try to dig up and put it on the forum, but I'll try to find some email addresses and things like that. And they I do, if listening to it. Yeah, well, you know, they do that too sometimes. I I know definitely they watch things like the Star Trek forums. Although I've tried those places and uh, Star Trek forums, I, I didn't really care for. <laughs> there, there's some really you. nasty people. <laughs> yeah. on that, Yeah, that I, I place. really don't blame you there. And if you guys are listening yeah. right now, well, you know who you are, but uh, because it, <laughs> I don't know, they're they're really. I, I'm always amazed at how. I'm just amazed sometimes at how. Dumb. You know, just intense. Well, it's, it's just, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. They're just, they spend so much energy and time writing, you know, a 12-paragraph yeah, response of, like, uh, you know, yeah. it's like, why are you taking, if you don't like, like you this... Taking, if you don't like this... Now I'm getting an echo, now I'm from, getting somebody. An echo from somebody. Yeah, odd echo, yeah. But if... Uh, you know, I always wonder why they spend so much time putting a post together like that when they obviously don't like either a particular episode, a movie, a, a comment somebody else made. It's just, you know, let it go. I mean, I, I don't know. Some people maybe,
4: just... like, complain.
1: Sometimes they do, I think, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Anyone else want to just say goodbye or whatever? <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you very Talk. much. <laughs> go ahead. And uh,
2: thanks for having
1: uh, All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cancel and close it up. Uh, you guys, really, I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun, and uh, let's do this yeah, again soon. You. All right, that bye. Works. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Right, you guys, have a this have a good fun. weekend and rest of the day. Bye right, bye.
3: You Thanks, too. Bye. bye. All right, bye.